Hello, welcome to Room B. I am your host, Room B. This week I am joined by my best friend, Hannah Homsey. Hannah and I met in secondary school. I was 12, she was 11, and we used to take the same bus to and from school. But because of our year difference, we slowly drifted apart throughout secondary school. Our friendship was later rekindled when we both ended up in the same lecture hall during our first semester at university. Hannah approached me and I couldn't believe who was standing in front of me. It was so comforting to see a familiar face and we picked our friendship right back up where we left off and we've been inseparable since. Well, until I left for another continent. Welcome, Hannah. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) We're doing this. We're actually doing this. Oh, I'm so awkward. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> really? The moment I start? Why are you yeah. trying to act all brand new? I'm a brand new person every day. I'm allowed to do that. Thank you very much. Okay. Come on, girl. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we've had a very interesting friendship, haven't we? We have. A long and interesting one. How does it make you feel knowing that you're my oldest friend? You're like my longest friendship, my longest relationship. Well, it makes me feel good. I I don't know. I just, I feel successful. At least I've done something right in my life. Oh my gosh. Do you know, that's how I feel as well. I'm glad we offer each other that. Cause... <laughs> I think uh... it was just a test of, you know, we haven't had a typical friendship. When you think of friendship, you think it's very, I don't want to call it linear, but almost the same every year. And we've definitely grown with and alongside each other. So I think that's why I call it successful. Yeah, I love that we have that ability to be so close and protective of each other, but like also quite understanding of the fact that we're still individuals. Absolutely. It's amazing. Why do you think like we've been able to stick together for so long? Well, I think it's how our friendship started, knowing each other from such a young age, but we also we can't ignore the fact that we drifted apart at school um, mm-hmm. because we were in different year groups. Um, and then reconnecting as we were discovering ourselves as adults. Right. And I think when you make friendships as an adult, there's different kind of boundaries that you set. And yeah. I think we found healthy ones to allow us to be individuals and also grow. And I think we were both open to that. And I think that's why it, it was such a successful relationship. I totally agree I feel like in a way it's weird having had that gap but like that might have been the best thing that happened to us (laughs) I mean don't worry the gap was there but it wasn't like we weren't in each other's lives we're still at the same school I feel like we both still knew what we were up to dude that day when you came up to me but when um... I approached you I didn't have the intention of oh my god I'm gonna make her my best friend again um no me neither yeah like this is a friendly face that I know which is also Mm -hmm. strange because London is so big right and it's so rare for you to bump into people at university especially because a lot of people leave and go outside of the UK and seeing Mm -hmm. you there it was like well what is she doing here wait what am I doing here and I think even when I approached you we spoke for a bit but then that was kind of it it wasn't like oh here's my number and please no be my friend oh my god can you hear the sirens in the background? 
you live in a city it's part of it <laughs> oh man I miss it <laughs> I miss it so much <laughs> oh my god I don't through counseling I realized that I have very different friendship groups and they bring out different kinds of personalities in me and one of my friendship groups believe it or not are called my healthy friends and that's the friendship <laughs> group you're in <laughs> so well done so my healthy friends are the friends that I know I feel secure with, right. that um, I know accept me for who I am and who I can be or whoever I'm going to be, and who give me enough space to be myself, to question things, and not be judged or try and fit a mold that they see me in. Right. I also have my lit people. Well, not that you're not lit. I do love you. You're very lit. Um, <laughs> but but I, have, I do have kind of unhealthy relationships in some. Just people bring out different sides of you. Um, of but I would say overall, it's the most of the friendships are the ones that I made as I was slightly older and set the right boundaries for myself. Do you think that some groups are harder to maintain the friendships with than others or...? Uh, absolutely um covid really highlighted that for me especially during the lockdown because it made me want to change a few things um a lot of things I wanted to develop I didn't find fun in the things that I used to do with certain friendship groups and it's like well I I don't owe anyone to be the person I was a month ago I'm not trying to be a bad person towards you I'm trying to change and lead my life in a different direction I can't always be that person how how did that go? Like having to establish that boundary and express that? Not very well. <laughs> <laughs> Not very well. Um, the first part is expressing it. Um, when you don't know what changes are happening or why you feel a type of way, it's hard for you to actually explain it to someone. Oh, and yeah. I think in the beginning, I didn't really understand why if I was in the middle of a party, I had this thing I would say, I'm like, oh, guys, um, my social batteries ran out. Mm-hmm. And they would look at me and be like, what? You're yeah. the person that is on this for three days in a row. And I have different personalities that come out when I'm drunk. And they're just like, what happened to her? Yeah. And I, was like, oh, I just want to go home or whichever. Mm-hmm. So I think at one point they might have taken certain things I've done personally. Well, I didn't give an alternative because if you're so used to us doing this together, if I don't want to do this anymore it's like okay well what else do we do how else do we be friends so I think some took it as an attack some didn't know some thought I was just being weird kind of just needed a bit of time but I think this journey I want to say it's been about a year now Mm -hmm. and I'm I'm recreating better boundaries that work for me it's nice to have that control because it's very easy especially like you said having so many different people in your life it's really easy to just like oh I'll just go with the flow but then you actually end up just being taken by the tide and you don't know how to be and you don't even have a a sense of like who you are yeah because you're just used to if I'm around these people I'm this person if I'm around these people I'm this person it's like but do you actually know what you want or what you want to do yeah so what you've just said now imagine having several friendship groups having several personalities that they know Mm -hmm. and then the person that you are on your own is completely different you're a mixture of everything yeah um and to not have I think the only friendship group I have that sees every part like has the whole 360 of me is this one which is why I call it the healthy friendship group um 
because there's certain doses of these people but I don't have to be just one and not the other yeah it's really interesting to hear it from your perspective that you have to you you struggle with that issue of balancing that I do I like sometimes I imagine if I had a party would I be able to invite everyone and the answer is definitely no I oh, would yeah. be I would just have to fire like carry a fire extinguisher because I have no <laughs> idea what will be happening um but it doesn't mean it's a good thing because you know what I'm like I'll talk to anyone I make a lot of new friends I meet a lot of new people uh, but I had to learn the hard way that as much as that is such a great skill to be able to communicate with anyone um mm-hmm. not everyone deserves the same type of energy not everyone deserves the same time from your life and you know following what drake said no new friends i need to <laughs> i need to keep the ones that really mean something to me someone who brings good energy good love and it doesn't have to be easy but it has yeah. to be it has to feel right it has to be good oh my gosh she's saying no new friends and i'm literally no. about to go into <laughs> asking you if you have made any new friends as an adult well would i say i've met a lot of new new friends no but I now have categories of friends. This is going to sound so terrible. Um, people that I genuinely get on with. I like mm-hmm. people. I like talking. I, I get on with people. But it's like I said to you, you decide what percentage of you they get and how much they take from you. I think it affected me negatively more than I realized. Mm. Um, I have a high pressure job, which means that most of this, I'm so busy throughout, which means my time is limited to um who I can spend it with because it would be I would be filled with guilt if I don't see this person or if I haven't gone out and had brunch or I haven't gone out party or this birthday or this and that but then you you know one friend reaches out and it's like oh well I haven't seen you in two months and you're like oh my god I feel terrible but then you realize I haven't seen me in two months or I I really didn't want to like I love you and you know (laughs) I I want to spend time with you, but I don't necessarily want to spend time with you and all of your other friends that I don't know. Or right. I probably didn't necessarily want to see this movie because I'm not into that. I can't, it's just, it, it is actually filled with a lot of guilt. And then rather than doing the healthy thing of talking to people and letting them know, I just stopped. I also yeah. felt like I was giving small percentages of me to people but then no one was getting the actual me. Right. You know, a small set of friends that actually really knew me, that I spent time with. Um, I was giving, you know, uh, I don't know, a piece of me to every single person. And you are, you, you get spread quite thin. And then of course. you get this big thing where you realize, I actually don't know myself. Because if I am giving you a different part of every personality available on this earth, um, then who am I? What, what am I? Yeah 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 that that must have been an insane realization to have it was heartbreaking because the whole idea of growing older as an adult and becoming more free is for you to be able to say you know this is who I am this is what I want Mm -hmm. in my life and then you realize that actually I've been investing in other people and not in who I am and in what I think or who I want to be or where I want to let you know lead my life towards is that what triggered your need to go and get help? I think it was a very big part of it. It was 
I don't know if you remember, but I used to call you a lot just crying in yeah. airports. Oh. I would be in train stations. It's always been moments where I was commuting home. Yeah. And I would just break down and I would cry and not know, you know, what was wrong. Because um, you're having a moment to yourself. You're finally alone. Exactly. Um, and then I think what really triggered me was I would get back from a really good time out where I feel like, you know, I've had such a great time. And then the guilt. And I'd get this thing I call the fear. Mm-hmm. What have I done? Why why did I do this? I know I don't want to be doing this. Um, I haven't spent I haven't I haven't spent time with me. My life yeah. has been a series of just entertaining, but right. w- where am I going? So I think that went on for a good six months. Before you finally decided, okay, I gotta do something. Oh, I didn't decide. COVID hit. Oh, yeah, I didn't decide. I don't think I had the strength to look at it and actually understand what was happening. And then pandemic just locked me up. And that's when I was at home. Suddenly I was just like, well, hey, shit, this is, it's just me. Man, so not only is the world around you burning, but you're having to look in the mirror and face some shit. Oh, that was tough. That sounds rough, dude. I mean, change is never easy. And it was tough, but I'm so grateful for it. I feel like it was so needed. It was almost like I needed this breather. Like the world was telling me like, okay, you've been doing what humanity has been doing for a while. Take mm-hmm. a breath or else, you know, I don't know how much longer you're going to be here doing this. How, how, how long can you sustain this? Yeah. Well, I want to let you know from my perspective, you expressed so many different feelings and emotions that I identified with and Mm -hmm. I feel like your mentality had already changed as someone who's known you for a long time you know you're you're talking about these things I remember just sort of witnessing you seeing you in different environments and seeing you at different times and noticing like hey hmm, something is a little bit off here but maybe she's just tired like you said you have a, uh, a high stress job so I always like pin it on that like you know what her work is intense this could be you know what's causing it until like we started talking more and I'm like oh okay now she's at a point where she's able to express herself and say something is wrong and I personally think that COVID hit and you were ready to accept the journey you know because you'd already put in the work before I watched you for like a year before COVID hit just like your mentality slowly changing and you leaning more towards actually wanting to help yourself so I just want to point that out and like give you some kudos for that because that's <laughs> you you actually started your journey earlier than you remember. But this is the thing I I wish everyone would recognize. Um, as soon as you start questioning, that's the beginning of your journey. Yeah, I, that's it. I could I could only put into practice once we were locked locked up. <laughs> it was a long, long time before where I was questioning things. I was I was feeling guilty. I was unsure. Um, I was having these conversations, like you said, so it definitely started before that. Yeah, no, you're right. I know you're in it. You're like right in it right now. You can't get out of it now. Like <laughs> You started the journey, so you got to just keep going. There's no other way. But I'm so proud of you for choosing to do it because, you know, I, I couldn't I couldn't force you to get to this point. I couldn't tell you to. Um, no. You have to take that journey yourself. And it's it's so nice as someone who cares for you to just like watch you go through that 
it's amazing so how is this before you go into that i have one thing to say about that this is why i want um this is why i call it a healthy friendship group because when you reach out to someone you can have people that either don't understand or not try to tell you what they think you should be and instead of that you were letting me be the person i am you were connecting to anything you could connect with and then you were saying this is possibly what could help you but not once i mean you were talking to me about therapy and counseling for a long time Mm -hmm. not once did i reach out to you and you think okay i'm fed up like you need to be doing this um you you let it healthily happen and made me allowed me to make that decision so i'm grateful for that thank you oh hon you mentioned earlier that you're focusing on the friendships that you've had that have proven to you that you know these are beneficial to you so does that mean you've been whittling down this giant network you've had um yeah so getting getting rid of social media was my first one right so that kept me kind of out of the loop I feel like social media kept me in contact with a lot of people that even if I didn't know not know you but we've met a few times suddenly I know what you're doing on the Saturday morning and I care why do I care (laughs) um so I got rid of that I've started saying no I I used to be such a yes person I've been saying no to a lot of things wow growth love to see it <laughs> honestly it's amazing it's amazing to to experience and like to watch you uh go through that and hear you like laughing about it and just happily discussing it and not feeling so guilty about it and also the fact that you're talking about it on here you know like in such a short period of time you're able to accept reality and truth and be happy to express it no matter who it is to because i know some people would not even want to talk about this on the podcast and yet here you are. I don't mind. I it was I think everything changed the moment I realized that if I am happy in a healthy way. So this is the thing. It doesn't it can't be on the expense of others. If I make you unhappy and I'm being a bad friend to you, mm-hmm. then you deserve to not have me as a friend, right? Like I'm not yeah. doing I'm not doing well. But if if I'm doing all these things that I deem are good and healthy and I still have a number of people that love me, then isn't that what it's all about I don't need a hundred people to accept me I need five to love me I need me to love me and be happy and that's it if someone's gonna be upset I'm like babe that's on you find (laughs) someone that makes you happy because that person isn't me yes totally yes because it's your joy it's your peace isn't it yeah that guilt I had to learn how to separate the guilt and where it comes from does it come from trauma (laughs) <laughs> when I going there <laughs> or does it come from a place of actual guilt like where I feel like okay I have done this person wrong so I like right I will reach out I will apologize I don't like you know this Hannah does not apologize I used to be like that's on you but now if I've made a mistake I'll reach out I'll apologize I'll set that expectation you know I'll manage yeah. it um it's, it's all about protecting yourself isn't it yeah yes that's all you can do like we can all try protect people around us we can try be there for others and yes you can do it but there's a limit to that absolutely and I spent my whole life until I was around 25 um living for other people and then one day I woke up and and did not recognize who who I was I was a mixture of other people but not myself sis I've been there too that's a horrifying day yep 
it's it's terrifying it's scary and you know it makes it also makes sense why you would get to a point of being so low as well because it's like well duh yeah you haven't seen yourself you don't even know who you are you're just a shell of a person just floating around do you know what really highlighted that to me what dating (laughs) creating dating profiles and finding things to write I suddenly looked at it and I was like I'm not a boring person but I'm everyone else there is around me I'm yeah I'm literally every profile on here I I don't know what to talk to them I don't know what my interests are I I I don't know I this is the thing it's the I don't know part I know right so I love this for you thank you it feels nice it feels good but most importantly it feels exciting it's like it's like you're you're evolving (gasps) I love that word I am I am evolving you truly are. Don't you feel like that mentality of like trying to please and always doing for others or being someone that other people expect you to be, it honestly stifles your growth and stops you from moving on to who you are supposed to be in your next iteration. Absolutely. But I also can't ignore the background I come from and oh, what no. kind of part that played as well. There yeah. was a lot of layers that needed to be peeled for me to mm. realise who I was which yeah. is still growing the idea is still there and I'm very open to the fact that you know I can I can say all of this to you today and I'm not ashamed to turn around a week later and say you know what Rimby um a lot of the things we said this is now how I feel about it I'm allowed right. to make that decision I'm allowed to change my mind right you are a human being <laughs> you are multi-dimensional you're multifaceted we are all on a spectrum for everything so it makes sense that you are allowed to rethink and revisit things or change your mind or completely you know do a 180 on something yeah I'm allowed to grow I'm I think people I have a few people that I've seen in my life that are just like this is who I am and they're so certain about it and I thought well this person that you're so adamant on being I'm not asking you to change everything that you are but if you don't let yourself look back reflect and and change and evolve um I can't be 16 forever the same way I can't be 25 forever right um you know with these years come experience come like different thoughts different things that I want in life I I do want to grow I do want to be better why wouldn't I right and also like you you can't you have to apply the experiences you've had you can't just experience life and let it go by and not learn anything from it or at least reflect on it so like it's weird how people think like changing is a bad thing and these are the people that end up getting stuck in these cycles where Mm -hmm. they'll look at 10 years of their life and realize they've made the same mistake in different ways yeah and then they ask themselves the question well I was that person how did I end up here again yeah how did I make this mistake again and then you think well if I haven't changed I'm still going to attract the same things towards me I'm still going to go down those paths and so I I refuse to let that happen now. Wow. I honestly don't know who I'm talking to right now. (laughs) (laughs) I feel so adult. (laughs) I love it. Like, honestly, I love you. I've always loved you. You are who you are. And it's so interesting for me, especially having known you this long, right? It just baffles me. Like, just looking back to how, how many versions of you I've known. Although you might have felt like things got a bit stagnant for you. It's so beautiful to just see you like in this space of, okay, I'm focusing on me. 
because I'm the one who matters and I need to progress for me to go on to my next stage. And you're doing it, I mean, not effortlessly because I know it's a pain, but you're making it look easy. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I don't know about making it look easy. I think, well, I'm the kind of person once I put something to my mind, I want to, I just, I want to achieve it. The right. only thing I've done differently is I haven't given myself a timeline. This change has been happening. It's constant. Um, right. Sometimes I'll fall behind on certain things. I might make a mistake again, but then I'm not harsh on myself and I'll say, okay, so tomorrow, what can we change? Um, it gets better. Yeah. I get better. Nice. That's a great place to be, man. Shout out to my counselor. So what's this summer been like for you? You know, you this is probably the first summer since this awakening within you. What's it been like? This is the summer I've spent the most amount of time alone. Nice. Um, I dated myself. <laughs> so oh, I, yes. <laughs> I know. Well, it was awkward in the beginning. Can you imagine me being awkward with me? Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I got myself an art card so um, this art fund card that allows you to go to different galleries and museums in London actually just in the whole of the UK right. and I I made the effort of having random days that I went um, to dinner for myself or I just did things I liked I've been reading a lot but then I also kind of stumbled along the way so I said yes to things I didn't want to say yes to right um but then I pulled back last minute nice. um which is also unfair to others too because you know you set that expectation that you're going to do something and then yeah. at the last minute you change the plans so I am aware of that right yeah you're still so learning I promise, you're still growing this is the thing I'm still learning I'm still growing so I've made the conscious effort to realize when I really don't want to say yes so I'm right. trying to listen to myself more and I'm having more honest conversations about it so you know, yeah. talking to you is easy, but to the others, the more you talk about it, the more open you are, the more understanding they are too. Yeah. Um, it's been nice. It's it's a learning curve. Of course, it definitely is. Do you feel like uh, decision making outside of just, you know, this journey you're currently on, do you think decision making in general has become easier for you? Yes. It's not where yeah. I want it to be just yet, mm -hmm. but it is easier. My priorities are straighter. I, I think yeah. I understand them a bit better now. Yeah, I feel like that was the best thing for me as well. I feel like everything is very clear cut for me now. I feel like <laughs> that practice I did through trying to figure out how to help myself has made me just so carefree and so worryless that, you know, I'm loving chaos. I'm realizing that there's a lot of chaos in life. But Absolutely. the little bit of time that you have and the little bit of control that you have just don't waste time on it just do it just do it so what what if you pick the wrong one and you, you you know you didn't like it it's an experience you can laugh about it later I absolutely um agree but also I don't have to make every single decision on the spot in that moment I can take right. my time I can think and reflect and exactly and drunk Hannah should not make decisions ever <laughs> oh my god she should not make decisions <laughs> You mentioned earlier that you read a lot of books this summer. Do you have any recommendations? Yes, I have one I've been reading recently that I really like. And you said a statement that made me think you definitely need to read this. It's called Anti-Fragile. I don't know if you've read it or heard of it. Nope. Okay. It's by the same author that wrote Black Swan. 
Okay. And it, and it talks about living in chaos and how we thrive in chaos and how it's natural for the world to be in chaos. Yes. Um, so I hope well, I did it That's got me justice. written all over it. Yeah, I hope I did it justice explaining that. Oh, no, that was that was perfect. You got me hooked. I am immediately going to look at that book and find a way to purchase it because the moment you mentioned chaos, I am there for it. Well, let me know what you think about it. I'm excited to see where both you and I are going to be after this and what next uh, iterations of us we're going to have. I know whatever it is, we're going to still be close and have a lot of fun. I know like, I know I left you. I should probably ask you about that. How does that make you feel? I'm happy for you. If you're happy, I'm happy. Obviously, I know it's a challenge. Yeah. I know it's a whole new like world, a whole new life for you there, but you're with a man that I'm so confident in that absolutely loves you. I love him. Um, he makes you happy. Like that relationship that you have, it's healthy, it's great. Why how could that make me feel anyway but happy? Um, obviously sometimes I get annoyed because I'm like, if this bitch was here, like I could just, you know, hop, just go and see her. But right. at the same time, if it wasn't for the pandemic, a lot of things could have been different. Um Yeah. But I still feel close. I still this is what I mean by the health and feeling the confidence in that relationship. The fact that you can actually say, I look forward to the journey we're going to have and in however long I still know we're gonna be part of each other's lives. That's confidence in that friendship. That's that's solid. And that's it. I think everyone needs that kind of home feeling. And I think we we've definitely established that. Definitely. Oh my gosh, you're the bestest. I love you so much. I love you too. Just next time you decide to move, maybe a little closer. (laughs) (laughs) Just saying. Note taken. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Or if I maybe just Canada's too cold, man. I can't do it. I can't. You can do it. You totally can. (laughs) This has been like better than I expected. I'm glad. I think it's perfect that you and I had this discussion about friendships. Thank you so much for coming and having a chat with me. Uh, It was such a pleasure and I'm so happy that we got to do this. So I know you don't have social media, but... I have one. (laughs) Do you want to tell the peeps where they can find you? Um, I have Twitter. So it's just my name. So it's at Hannah Holmesy on Twitter. You can find me there. I don't tweet much, but I retweet a lot. So you can see that. So, do you know how I end my podcast? There is a thing you say at the end, but now that I'm saying it, such a terrible friend, I'm like, something like, be kind, no. Every guest I have on here, I always ask them and they're like, um, something. (laughs) The thing is, I did my homework when you did it with Rachel, and I was like, yes, I'm going to remember it, but... (laughs) I love it. I just love that no one remembers it. It's the best. It's always stay <laughs> awesome, be kind, and spread positivity. Thanks so I so one much. One out of three. <laughs> <laughs> you did it. Thanks so much, Hannah. You should definitely come thank back you. sometime. Oh, I'm excited, and thank you so much. I absolutely right. love you. Oh, I love you too. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>